I want to start today off with a brief explanation for the gap in podcast episodes. I've appreciated that so many people have reached out to ask me when the next episode was dropping. It's cool that these episodes are really beginning to resonate with people. First, when I launched I Am, I wanted to do a soft launch with family, friends, and close colleagues. Since I'd never done a podcast before, I wanted to have fun and play around with the format and content. So far from what I've heard, it seems like what I'm doing is working. That is encouraging and I appreciate your support. Second, I've been creating space for a few transitions in my life and quite frankly, I didn't feel the energetic push to develop new content. What I don't wanna do is to lock myself into a commitment where I feel like I have to do something that I don't feel inspired to do just for the sake of maintaining consistency. I understand that most podcasters have a normal cadence they follow to release content. It could be daily, weekly, etc. Honestly, I don't want that experience for myself. Locking in almost forces me to produce something that I just might not be in the mood to produce. And as a result, I believe it will impact how you receive what I want to offer. It's like how we manage our workday. When I left corporate America the first time, I had to deprogram how I felt about being quote unquote productive. I was used to having to complete work and have meetings within an eight or 10 hour or more workday. The reality is that I didn't always feel like working at a certain pace during those hours. I'm sure you can relate. I don't believe we're wired to operate that way. Over the course of several years, I've learned to work when my energy feels most compelled to do so. And I take a step back when my energy doesn't feel high. The impact has been amazing. I'm hyper-productive during times when I feel great, and I recharge during the downtime. I take a walk, run an errand, or even take a nap. Now, I accomplish the same amount of work in half the time. So when it comes to the podcast, I'll be releasing episodes when I feel most energetically aligned to produce them. I'm going to ask for your trust that you will always receive whatever it is that you need in the perfect timing. My commitment to you is that I will keep you informed of the release dates as I start to share updates on social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram under Dr. Underscore DBJ. With that said, let me share an epiphany which is the basis for this episode on gratitude. My apartment lease in Philadelphia ended at the end of April. As that date was drawing closer, I felt the need for a change but wasn't sure exactly what that would look like. I've been desiring to do more traveling and knew that I wasn't ready to commit to another 12-month lease. So I decided to give away all of my furniture and travel across the country to Portland, Oregon to live in a tiny house during the month of May. I'm not sure exactly how Portland specifically even came into my awareness as a place to live, but I haven't spent any time in the Pacific Northwest. And when I looked at cities on a map, that part of the country just stood out to me. I went to Portland not knowing exactly why, but knowing that there was something there for me. To be totally honest, there was a woman that I met through an online dating app at the very end of 2021. We connected on such a deep level, but we haven't been in touch since January. She lived not too far from Portland, and deep down I was hoping that she would reach out to me in order to reconnect. That didn't happen but I did have a few huge shifts in awareness that really made this one of the best experiences of my life. The Portland restaurant and food truck scene was absolutely amazing. I tried so many different dishes. 
And I'd never seen so many different ways that people express themselves. So much blue, green, and pink hair. And most of the people were really friendly. In passing, they would look you in the eye and flash a smile as if to say, I see you. The collective people were like no other I've ever seen. And the experience of the tiny house really opened my eyes to how little space I actually need to function. Imagine an extended shed in someone's backyard. The space was about eight feet wide and maybe 20 feet long. The high roof, which I estimated was about 11 feet tall, made the space feel much bigger. I did have a three-piece bathroom, a kitchen with a three-burner gas stove, living room, and a loft-style bedroom. And the rain was as frequent as you might imagine. There was some type of precipitation on about 65 to 70% of the days that I was there, but I came to really enjoy it. When I did have the opportunity to venture out, which was on most days, I had a real appreciation for the trees, the flowers, and plants that just consumed the area. There was so much greenery. It seemed like everyone had beautiful gardens and there were a ton of parks that were a full demonstration of the beauty that emerged from all of the rain. Because of the amount of rain, I spent quite a bit of time in the tiny house. I would spend extended times reflecting on my time in Portland, relationships, and how I'm experiencing life in general. I couldn't help but begin to feel a strong sense of gratitude for my own awareness and subsequent shifts in perspective, all leading me to what I perceive to be as a more authentic version of myself. I came back to the East Coast at the end of May feeling like a different person. There has been this deeper appreciation and level of gratitude that I'm experiencing in a new way. Portland was so different than my prior living experiences, almost contrasting. However, I very quickly grew to appreciate all of it. From my time in the Philadelphia area, to Arizona, to northern New Jersey, and back to Philly, I was becoming clearer about my level of gratitude associated with how all of these environments and experiences and people have all shaped who I am. Whether I judge aspects to be good or bad, it didn't matter. I could see how it was all serving me. And it all has culminated into how I experience this life on this present day and in this moment. Moreover, and this may sound a bit esoteric, but I began to realize that I have nothing else except for this moment to be fully present. The past is rooted in the energy of my memories, while the future is full of my anticipated hopes and dreams. But I'm choosing not to stay in either of those places because they cannot be fully appreciated unless I'm grateful for what I'm experiencing right now. And it's in this moment that the potential to experience my own highest levels of authenticity exists. It doesn't exist in the past and it doesn't exist in the future. It's all here and now. I'm sharing my strong appreciation for gratitude in the present because a friend of mine sent me a YouTube video that literally opened my heart with gratitude. That video is what prompted me to create this episode. It sent me on a bit of a gratitude journey, so to speak. The video is a short film by Louis Schwartzberg and includes a narration of a spoken word piece called A Good Day by brother David Stendel Rost. It's a moving and enlightening piece. And if you haven't heard it, I wanted to share it with you as part of this episode. I hope it stirs your heart to the core and moves you in ways that it moved me. 
You think this is just another day in your life? It's not just another day. It's the one day that is given to you today. It is given to you. It's a gift. It's the only gift that you have right now. And the only appropriate response is gratitude. If you do nothing else but to cultivate that response to the great gift that this unique day is, if you learn to respond as if it were the first day of your life and the very last day, then you will have spent this day very well. Begin by opening your eyes and be surprised that you have eyes you can open. That incredible array of colors that is constantly offered to us for pure enjoyment. Look at the sky. We so rarely look at the sky. We so rarely note how different it is from moment to moment with clouds coming and going. We just think of the weather. And even of the weather, we don't think of all the many nuances of weather. We just think of good weather and bad weather. This day right now has unique weather, maybe a kind that will never exactly in that form come again. The formation of clouds in the sky will never be the same that it is right now. Open your eyes. Look at that. Look at the faces of people that you meet. Each one has an incredible story behind their face. A story that you could never fathom. Not only their own story, but the story of their ancestors. We all go back so far. And in this present moment, on this day, all the people you meet, all that life from generation and from so many places all over the world, flows together and meets you here like a life-giving water. If you only open your heart and drink. Open your heart to the incredible gifts that civilization gives to us. You flip a switch and there is electric light. You turn a faucet and there's warm water and cold water and drinkable water. It's a gift that millions and millions in the world will never experience. So these are just a few of an enormous number of gifts to which you can open your heart. And so I wish for you that you would open your heart to all these blessings and let them flow through you that everyone whom you will meet on this day will be blessed by you, just by your eyes, by your smile, by your touch, just by your presence. Let the gratefulness overflow into blessings all around you, and then it will be a really good day. When I heard these words for the first time, I was instantly triggered with memories from my experience in Portland. There were times when I just stared in the sky at the different weather patterns in full appreciation for what was created. The level of homelessness that I saw was very high and unlike anything I've seen where I live. However, one day I walked by a person living in a tent and he looked up at me and simply smiled. It was a truly beautiful moment. I felt like I could feel that person's gratitude for simply being seen and it opened my heart to a higher level of compassion for that person's current predicament. I clearly have returned to the East Coast a different person. I don't know exactly what that means in this very moment, 
but I do know that each day feels like a grateful day. My intention is to cherish being in this present moment and to not get caught up in the memories of the past or my desires of the future. I can only live in the present. I can only experience the deepest gratitude in the present. It can't exist anywhere else but in the present. Even if only for a moment, I encourage you to find your way to experiencing a grateful day. A single moment just might change your life. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Until next time, I am. I am. I am.